Well, hello everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of the Mustard Seed Leadership Podcast. We are looking at Jesus writing seven letters to seven different leaders in seven churches, teaching them seven lessons on how to lead victoriously in the church. So up to now, the last couple of weeks, remember we looked at Ephesus, kingdom leaders are in love with Jesus, foundation of our leadership. In Smyrna, kingdom leaders understand suffering. We've got to understand the gospel, the cross, and the power of resurrection. Pergamum, kingdom leaders know how to wield the sword of God's word. That's where our victory comes from. And then last week, Thyatira, kingdom leaders know how to operate in authority, which is crucial. Today's lesson for me is one of the most profound. We're going to the church in Sardis, and here we're going to learn that kingdom leaders Leaders know how to understand what success truly means. Otherwise, we're going to end up chasing the wrong thing. So let's dive right into it. We're in Revelation chapter 3, verses 1 to 6. But here's verse 1. It says, To the angel of the church in Sardis, write, These are the words of him who holds the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. Now, Remember, we always start with revelation because revelation is the key to transformation. You'll never truly change until your revelation, the way you see things has changed, in particular the way you see Jesus. And so the picture he presents here is it says, to the one who holds the sevenfold spirit. Now, that's describing the Holy Spirit. Seven is the perfect number. In fact, in Isaiah 11 verse 2, it describes the Holy Spirit and it says the spirit of the Lord, there it is, will rest on him. The spirit of wisdom and of understanding, of counsel and of might, the spirit of the knowledge and the fear of the Lord and he will delight in the fear of the Lord. Seven attributes, the sevenfold spirit of God. So it says Jesus holds the sevenfold spirit and the seven stars. Remember the seven stars speak about the seven leaders of the church. And so this is the revelation I believe Jesus wants us to catch. If you can almost imagine in this hand the Holy Spirit, in this hand the leaders, and it's almost as if Jesus is balancing the two. Now I want you to catch that revelation because that's going to unlock the rest of this letter and the crucial lesson for us as leaders. Jesus doesn't hold some of the leaders here, some of the leaders there. He holds the Holy Spirit here and the leaders here. You see, it's human nature, sinful nature, to always want to compare and measure and weigh ourselves against others or against other churches. And what I want us to see from this letter is Jesus never compares one church to another. He doesn't compare one leader to another. Jesus is balancing the leaders compared to the Holy Spirit. That's the big revelation I believe he wants us to take from this. Big idea, Jesus is not comparing or weighing us against one another, person against person or church against church, but according to his Holy Spirit. So what's the challenge then? Well, let's carry on in Revelations 3. It says, I know your deeds. You have a reputation. That's the big word I want to focus on today because that's the key that's going to unlock this lesson. You have a reputation of being alive, but you are dead. Wake up. Strengthen what remains and is about to die, for I have found your deeds unfinished in the sight of my God. Remember, therefore, what you've received and heard. Hold it fast and repent. But if you do not wake up, I will come like a thief and you will not know at what time I will come to you. There's that keyword reputation. A reputation is what do other people think about you. Now, the problem with Sardis, remember this weighing, they were completely uh, focused on what do other people think about me rather than what is God think of me? Or how does God weigh me? Remember that little phrase, in the sight of God. That's what's important. The big challenge, are you living for the reputation of others, how others see you, or the reputation of God, how God sees you? Now, why was it such a challenge for Sardis? Well, because Sardis was such a prominent place. It's uh, nowadays not called Sardis, but it's called Sart, capital of the ancient kingdom of Lydia. It was a city of great wealth and fame. The Acropolis was a natural citadel on the northern spur of Mount Timulus. 
populous. It rose 1,500 feet above the lower valley. In other words, this whole city had this grand uh, sort of uh, uh, capital looking out at almost as if they looked out over the other towns, over the cities. They had the great wealth. They had the fame. You can understand why, compared to everyone else, we're doing well. And what Jesus is trying to say is stop comparing yourself, one leader to another, one church to another. Compare yourself to my Holy Spirit. So the big question, whose measurement are you living by? In Galatians 6 verse 4, it says each one should test their own actions. Then they can take pride in themselves alone without comparing themselves to someone else. Why is it so dangerous to live for the approval of others and the reputation of others rather than what God thinks of you? Well, in Galatians 1 verse 10, Paul said, am I now trying to win the approval of human beings or of God? Or am I trying to please people? If I were trying to please people, I would not be a servant of Christ. That's powerful. Remember Jesus said this, you cannot serve two masters. You love the one and hate the other and serve the one and despise the other. You cannot live for people's approval and God's approval. You have to choose. And the whole lesson here is, is Jesus saying to the church, stop living for the approval of others. Stop comparing yourself to others. Stop trying to compete with others. God is weighing us by his spirit, not by other churches and leaders. Paul reveals the right attitude in 1 Corinthians 4, 3 to 5. He says, I care very little if I'm judged by you or by any human court. Indeed, I do not even judge myself. That's powerful. My conscience is clear, but that does not make me innocent. It is the Lord who judges me. Therefore, judge nothing before the appointed time. Wait until the Lord comes. He will bring to light what is hidden in darkness and will expose the motives of the heart. At that time, each will receive their praise from God. So, how does Jesus weigh us? Let me land it with this. Revelation 3 verse 3 says, Remember therefore what you have received and heard. Hold it fast and repent. Jesus is weighing us, not according to other leaders or churches. He's weighing us by the Spirit according to what He has revealed to you. That's how God is measuring you. What has God given you and revealed to you? That's the measure of success. Are you being faithful with what God has shown you? Uh, I know that we've been given prophetic words as a church over the last 21 years. I've been given personal prophecies over the last 30 years of being a Christian. I've had things God's revealed to me from His Word. That's what God weighs us against. Against His revealed will, how are you doing according to that? And I love the reward in verse 4. It says, you... Yet you have a few people in Sardis who have not soiled their clothes. They will walk with me dressed in white, for they are worthy. The one who is victorious will, like them, be dressed in white. Are you living in soiled clothes or dressed in white? You see, here's the reality. Living a life constantly trying to compare yourself to others, compete with others... Well, the Bible actually says it's like living in soiled clothes. Pretty much dirty nappies. It stinks in God's sight. Let's be free of it and weigh ourselves by the Spirit according to what God has revealed. So, what is God? Uh, twofold re reward, which I finished with. Number one, it says you will walk with Jesus. It seems that the best fellowship with Jesus happens right on the cutting edge of what Jesus has revealed to you. Maybe he's called you into nations. Maybe he's called you to lead. I had one guy in our church. He knows he wants to work on his marriage. He's invited his wife on their first day date to patch up there. And he's nervous. But let me tell you, fellowship with Jesus is sweetest when we're walking into what God is saying to us. That's what he weighs us according to. 
And then number two, Jesus will carry their reputation to the Father and the angels. Revelation 3, 5, the one who's victorious will like them be dressed in white. I'll never blot out their name of that person from the book of life, but will acknowledge that name before my Father and his angels. The whole root of the sin was they were worried about their reputation. Jesus says, forget your reputation. Weigh yourself by my spirit and my revealed will, and I will take care of your reputation. I will announce you before my Father and his angels. That reputation is so much more powerful. So kingdom leaders, what is success? Success is weighing ourselves according to what God has spoken to us. How are you doing according to that measure and not according to the church down the road? Hope it helps. See you again next week. May the Lord bless you and bye for now. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Remember, if you'd like the notes that come along with this episode or any one of our past episodes, you can visit outlookchurch.co.za forward slash mustard seed leadership where you can see all our past episodes, all the resources and notes that go along with this. Until next time, keep growing.